get you back in a minute yeah, yeah. I don't play tag, bitch, I been it We don't fuck with lies We don't do goodbyes We just keep it pushing like aye, aye, aye I'ma hit you back in a minute Like, I, I, I. We in here, point black period, bitch. Point black period, bitch. Yo, yo, what it is, guys? Point black period. We back in this bitch. Bitch, in this thing. Ugh, you know what? I started off real hostile for it to be Easter and, you know, all that. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to tone it down, you know? Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter, y'all. Um,. You know, it's the Lord's Day. Happy Resurrection Day for the churchgoers. Yes, Resurrection you know, Day. For like, none of y'all, for all the niggas is not church. Yes, 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 yes. Because right. I was watching American Gods. Do you watch American Gods? Mm -hmm. I watch American Gods, and there's a god on there who's a little upset that they don't give enough credit to Easter and all that type stuff. So it's funny. You know, we're here on Easter, and... I bet everybody went to church, ex excluding me. A lot of people didn't go to church. This is like the year that nobody went to church. Really? It's so good, though, because, you know, weed them out, guy. Weed them out! <laughs> weed them out! But I'm, I'm not even saying it like that. But, like, it's just <laughs> good because, you know, you ain't got to be like, you know, because the church be full for no reason. Like, y'all don't really mess with this. Y'all don't mess with this. So, like, don't be here taking my seat. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm already going to be late, so I don't need y'all all in the back. <laughs> like, That's crazy. I just need my back section to be clear. Right. But, you know, like, yeah, I was good. I enjoyed all of that. Give me life. That is me, Give though. Me like, I don't usually go to church throughout the year, but the one day I know I'm not going to church is Easter because... One, it's already too packed in there. I know it. And two, I don't want to look like that person. Because the church know that you only come on Easter. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be that person. Because I actually do like church. So if I'm going to go, seat. I want to really go. <laughs> you said you want your tea. My seat. I just oh, want my seat. seat. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. I want it. Um, I don't know. Like, I really would have... I really do like to go to church. And I want to do that. Just like what I was just saying I to you. I don't like to know Josh. Whatever. I don't even know what he's I do. I did. Saying. Church has changed though. But that's neither here nor Life there. It's Easter. It's a beautiful day outside. 420 was yesterday. Okay. God showed out with the, uh, with the sky today. I like, know. The clouds is just beautiful. Like, ooh. <laughs> it's I a nice little breeze that. before he takes us to hell later on this week. Mm. Because it's going Speak to get hot. For your long time. Whatever. Y'all can do I'm it. I'm going to be right on inside. <laughs> <laughs> Away from all the heat. Oh, I got to work in that shit. I'm not happy with it. Today is going to be our last nice, cool, breezy day. Mm. Before, like I said, hell takes over. It's the last day for you, um... For y'all uh, niggas, because your girl's going to be out here fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Something going to be rising. Yo, right. but either way. But yes, thank y'all for listening. We're going to get into the show. And uh, I actually really do like that we are now getting even more consistent following. Like now I we're getting to the point to where now I know I'm not posting to nobody. You know, so now all we have to do is expound on that somehow once again and use the people that we are now getting to listen to now share. Like, yes, share us. You, We still would love for y'all to write in all that good stuff. It would be amazing. It would be good. <laughs> More interaction is what we're going for. Okay. 
But um, yeah. So how should we? What what shenanigans should we start mm, with this week? What are we doing? Are we doing entertainment first. Yeah. Let's get right. Let's into get all it. the ratchetness out the way. But um, you know what? Because I didn't want to say that and then go right into this. Because then I actually think this is a good idea. Like this new Chris Brown and Nicki Minaj tour. I think is coming up. Yes. That's coming up I this summer. For that, because you know what? Um, after finding out the Yachty thing, which you're going to be talking about later, mm-hmm. um, somebody posted, or maybe it was my mom, you know how that nigga be on Shave Room. Um, <laughs> he was basically saying that Nicki Minaj deserves all praise because she actually writes her shit. <laughs> so we have to, like, we cannot just say fuck that. Like, we just can't say forget all of that. And because Cardi B, City Girls, like Megan, I don't know, she probably writes. She probably Megan Stallion definitely writes all of her shit for now. Um, yeah, we will not be going Megan slander. All these other people that we out here like replacing Nicki with don't even write their stuff. So right. we need to actually give her praise. And I and Chris Brown, you know, he's always gonna do what nobody else trying to do. Right. And I appreciate that because he's going to lift her back. And I was like, the king of making people's uh, careers come back <laughs> referred to Tiger's career. Okay, oh, because he done um, revamped that career a couple of times. Okay, Easter Sunday. Okay, here we Resurrect go. that career, child. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I happen, like I said, to really like this idea. I definitely love her persistence. I really think that it's a conspiracy to take Nikki down with all of this negative shit that is going on around her with the repeated sound issues, the debauchery of the whole tour situation with Juice World. So hopefully now that she's working with Chris Brown and all of his tour sales and Nikki does have an extreme following. So I really think this tour is going to be lit. And I hope mm-hmm. that I'm going to put all the positive energy into it because she needs it. And I don't necessarily want to see her go. I don't know where this whole movement of seeing that we have, you know, a good amount of women rappers out now that we have to get rid of the one who's been out here and doing it. I want to I want inclusion. All of them needs to work together. All of them are showing that they can work together, not actually together, but they're all moving in the industry. Mm-hmm. and stuff right now. Everybody's making money. Nobody's coming out There's saying that their bags have been stopped or anything. Mm-hmm. So let's keep this energy going. Let it work. Yes. I think this is going to be an amazing thing. Chris Brown, there's definitely new music coming because I know he's not going to be doing Heartbreak on a Full Moon again. So new music coming back I mean, back he could be. Chris. He gave us like... He that did, but he already did that tour and been there, done that. Chris <laughs> Brown is a creative soul and I know he got music on music have waiting. Have you heard Wobble Up? Um, yes, not, not my favorite. And announcing the tour, following up with that song, mm, but you know, it's, it's all good because Chris Brown got my money pretty much. It sounds like a song that's going to make its money and keep it moving. I don't think it was supposed to do anything specific. It's a song about shaking ass. It's, yeah. it's going, it's always going to get its play. So, but is, what it's gonna do, is it quality for Chris Brown and Nicki Minaj no. after doing the shit that they've done in it the past? Set up the tour. Negative. Mm-hmm. Negative. Definitely not worthy of setting up the tour. It's not. Mm-hmm. But the tour is going to be good regardless. They both have amazing music. They both have good music previously made together. So I would like to see that incorporated. Um, and and yeah. uh, and uh, Nicki just. 
other than shaking her non-existing. <laughs> but I ain't even doing all that. But you know what? Yes, I ain't even doing all that. But she tries to do like a good set. Yeah. So and Chris Brown always does a good set. So I appreciate what vision, like vision, visionary, or oh, visionary, whatever. I would like. I know what I'm. I'm gonna see some good shit. I think it's <laughs> gonna be completely different, and I really think it's uh, gonna show where we're going in her new era, especially with her. You know, changing management and stuff around, so she'll be moving differently, and then yeah. the tour. So I really think that you know, I'm here for Chris. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. We've seen, we've seen, we know which direction you're going for. Yes. But there's an artist here who really needs this. Yeah. So I just want, I really hope, and they're also saying that Chris Brown will be dropping an album soon. So I hopefully that's most likely it's what he'll happening. be touring with. Cinco de Mayo know. is the man's birthday. I can't wait, baby. Let's get it. Right. I don't know if the album name is Indigo Season or if that was just the hashtag because I don't I don't know. But I knew been I like on social media and I knew that nigga was coming out with an album. Look you said what? I said I knew and been on social media and I knew that nigga was coming out with an album. <laughs> Run me my money, yeah. <laughs> you know how to roll out sugar, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of light skin niggas, we can um go into this whole Davy situation. I don't want to blow it up. When I first heard it, I did say that I was gonna go into like this whole deep dive about it, but honestly, I don't give a fuck. I just have questions. Um, Lie. I don't know. Like, okay. Is Old Town Road even, like, hip-hop? Like, I don't... Okay, so maybe I should preface it like this. First, I'm going to say, I feel like the whole Davies comment was unnecessary. We all have our, like, opinions and stuff like that. But I just don't get why it was said, period, when they're not in the same lane anyway. So you would really... So it just came across as you you just, um, like, coming at dude. number one on billboards. Like, that's why it's a problem. Because niggas that really be out here trying to get that recognition is not getting that recognition because of a dumbass song. But it's not like the guy himself was trying to, like, promote hip-hop. Like, the whole, the only reason we know He's about black. it is because of the they country kinda, music. The, automatic. It's country. He, automatic. Whether it's automatic and what the guy's intention was, I don't feel like he should have been attacked if the whole reason we even know about the song is because country music blocked it off of their charts. I appreciate it And now Rich is being that. spiteful and listening to the song to make sure it goes where he wanted it to go in the first place. It's already there. So now... Let's let it go. Why do we... Nip A number one. That's why Davey's <laughs> mad. If y'all want to know why he mad, But Nip we said number that one. last week. Let that man grieve and don't attack. And if that's really where that came from and you gave a different perspective on that, so I would get why he's upset, but... I don't understand the black on black crime right now. Then let's take it there. <laughs> like, for, um, why attack that boy for doing living his life? For little Nas's sake, I do appreciate pushing barriers. And country music has not had a black quote unquote hip hop artist come and infiltrate their shit. So I appreciate it for that. And let's keep that on breaking is? boundaries because they do have one black man, but he sings country music. And when Beyonce did it, it was a haul. Hell was raising. So, um, yes, I love Billy Ray Cyrus for jumping on that and making it, you know, do what it needed to do. But at the end of the day, we should not be praising this man for making an album. Like, I'm not going to be like, this is, we just like people that really listen to hip hop are just tired of seeing clown shit, clown shit. 
on hip hop charts, like on under hip hop's branch. Like Dave East is one of them niggas. Like his shit don't even have no melody. That nigga just be going in the booth and rapping. <laughs> like that's how you know he's really into rap because it, it don't even sound like he trying to like cater to none of y'all young niggas. Right. You can just tell. So he just upset about that and the fact that Nip is not number one and the fact that Nip is like it's just so much right now. And I think he does need time to grieve. And I think so. That's what it is. But I feel like, you know, it is. And plus, the song is whack. The song is whack. And the fact that people love it. Oh, it's just catchy. Oh, it's just it's a whole bunch of these other little people that's out here really making content music and ain't nobody hearing it. Right. And it's not whack. But y'all love to eat up this catchy little toony shit. Like, it is catchy. And I like it. But I also do see where everybody is like, oh, we about to be, you know, play with the country people real quick. Like, this is legit Get that from what I money. saw. Like, and the, and the kids are really running this. Like, it's not Dave East's fan base who put Lil Nas X in that position. Like... We all know that. So, it's like, I just feel like work on you and stay in your lane and do what you have to do in that lane the for it to progress. I mean, how you gonna sit here and call that boy whack? The shit was whack. He's speaking for a majority of the people that listen to Dave East. I and have like not heard it. too many people outside of you today. Shaq West song to me was whack. You ain't hear that many people talking about that, but it was that catchy. That was whack. Yeah. Oh, now you think that's whack, but a I whole bunch of majority people think that is a dope-ass song, it's catchy, and I like it, and when I go here at the club, I go off. It's the same thing. I feel thing. like that's a whole like different type of situation because them niggas just really just like the, like up north shit. And that shit's just weird. That like, joint hit everywhere, every corner. Everybody I do not it. understand. But I feel like that that's how at the I same time, time, Sicko oh, Mode oh. was on at the same time. So the, I was feeling like that was my vibe when it yeah. came to shit that got you hyped. Oh, yes. But like, I don't know. Like, it's just weird. I just felt like it came out of nowhere. And that's what I was trying to like speak on. I feel like it was different lanes, so I don't know where the attack came from. And like I feel like you know everybody listens to Joe Button. I feel like the one time I agreed was Ma- with Maul was when he was saying, you know, I feel like you have to be at a different space for you to even talk like that. Like, what is your lane? Where are you going? What are you doing? Like, he said that about Dave East. Yeah. He said that he is ma- lacking lane. Uh, he said he don't know what direction he's going in. Get the f- He's not exactly sure. This like, shit is OD dumb. Like, this nigga just spoke. Right. Now, did y'all even, if you, if Dave East, before he was Dave East, where everybody knew him, was going on Snapchat and doing this same shit for years. Mm-hmm. This is the things he was always doing. These niggas, y'all That's just... what happens when you have a platform. Gracious, a man is just trying to talk. Like, please, let's dead all of that. He don't know his lane. Like, that's whack as fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Like... With a cape on it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so yeah, that's the question that I want to end this all with. Like, is Old Town considered hip hop anyway? And is that what's pop? Right. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. Moving on from that, and while we're in New York, I want to speak on this whole Remy Ma and Britney Taylor situation. I like how we're swiftly moving through these topics. Um. Yeah, like, okay, so the situation is supposedly Remy Ma punched Britney Taylor in her face. If you're not aware of who Britney Taylor is, well, you're one of the 
many people that don't give a fuck. <laughs> who, like she said, don't Join give a the fuck. Line. And uh, <laughs> you know, loving hip hop New York, she was beefing with Bianca on that season, which she was getting pretty rowdy or whatever. So it's really weird how you turn this whole situation around and you're turning into a snitch on a situation that is unclear. It's all alleged. Remy Ma allegedly punched her in her face, gave her a black eye over a misunderstanding that had something to do with Remy's stepdaughter. And I guess that whole situation was something like Britney saying she was basically trying to save her from an attack. Don't save her. She don't and want to be saved. I feel like that will go with our like self self-help tips later when it comes to minding your own damn business. Or maybe stop lying because she's been known to do that type stuff too. So it's like, I don't like how, you know, we're doing all of this cop shit, these getting lawyer shit over a situation and she's clearly snitching. I feel like if you want to, because this is not like attacking the victim or whatever, but I feel like in certain situations, why is this not being handled out of the public? Why are we taking pictures with the lawyers? Like, why does it seem like you're getting something out of um, coming at Remy like this? And she's supposed to get off of parole August, what is it? Um, I wrote it down. August 1st, she's supposed to be getting off of parole. So I feel like for her to have been out of jail all this time and to get so close to parole and something like this happens, I feel like it's a setup. <laughs> I feel like um, I'm birthing this whole situation from um, Housewives. Like this was a scheme. And it was a whole setup just, you know, to come to Remy with the bullshit. And I don't like it. I don't like it. So I feel like all this shit should be handled privately. Remy, as long as you keep doing like Nene says, as long as it's off camera, do <laughs> what you do, okay? I don't give a fuck about Bri- Brittany, Bianca, none of these hoes. Was that your piece, sir? Mm-hmm. All righty. <laughs> uh, moving right along <laughs> to whatever is next. <laughs> Lil Yachty writing Act Up for the City Girls is literally the funniest thing I feel like I've heard all 2019. The memes. I swear I want to... He needs to perform this live. The reference has got to be hilarious. It has to be. Yes. Like, that's the only thing I can tell you to think about. Play the reference track. Yes, like, (laughs) all the whole... I want to hear... Stripes on my ass, so, so he calls his pussy Tigger. I want to hear all that good shit, like all of it, because and <laughs> the fact that he wrote it so well, though, to where you couldn't even, you can't tell that the city girls didn't write that. It sounds legit, like that. up their lane, like. But let's give JT her creds and that and he said he wrote everything but her final verse. Or uh, whatever. So once again, that goes along with the whole uh, JT is a better artist than Young Miami. <laughs> but Young Miami don't care. She's out there making her money, la- lazily dancing on stage, and she's getting off at the end of the night and going home with her money, collecting those cheeks. So I think that is the funniest shit ever, and I really do like to see the younger artists actually still working. And like, you could put him in the category of like Sway, like Sway Lee. Like I was really surprised when I was hearing Sway Lee like write the shit that he was writing, yeah, or uh, whatever. So it's good to the see Sway them, Lee like, don't different. even need to be on right, Shermer. That's why uh, my boy be over there nervous, but he hot too. 
Yeah, he definitely not carrying his weight. Slim Jimmy is dope as fuck. His rapping, uh, his lyricism is A1, but he just ain't got the skill like uh, Sway, Sway to do. Like the m- melodies and all of that. Right. And we know what age we live in. We need that catchy stuff. Mm. Um, But as for little Yachty, like, please stay here, my friend. <laughs> stay behind the pen. Like, just stay behind the pen. We don't need to see you. We don't need to hear you. We don't need none of that. Oh, my God. Keep doing interviews. Really expose who you got to expose. But I personally, and I'm sure Dave East people, would not like to hear little Yachty ever again behind a mic. Other than for a reference track. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, niggas been doing this all the time. Like, uh, uh, Neil wrote, like, Unfaithful and a whole bunch of Beyonce songs. Yeah. And all these niggas write for females. I mean, so it's not, not nothing new. Let's not talk about all the emotional women who write songs for Drake. Yeah. Let's well, talk. let's <laughs> definitely not do that. <laughs> yeah. You got me we can uh, flip and talk about how Nikki writes verses for men. Like, this Safari Road versus things. for Nikki. There, yeah, let's talk about Nikki that. Is gonna forever let's be a thing, talk huh? about it. You, you just bring up want some... to be that person. Drake? What was wrong with me saying that Nikki writes? Like... Because you talked about Drake for what? For why? And I'm <laughs> so actually going to speak positive things about Sierra, so I don't know. Oh, that's great for once. You're continuously it. shading Sierra every like for the past ten years. It could it could be today. <laughs> so, like, I can what are you saying? Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I just like to see the young kids working, and it actually gives you know them some credit because they always be on some wild shit and we like to see like the younger generation actually doing some shit but um yeah we're not gonna talk about Jim already cause that whole situation is just dumb as fuck and I don't believe any of the shit um <laughs> I want to my last thing so we can move forward out of this shit is um I'm gonna talk about Guava Island Guava Island, if you didn't know, which I'm sure everybody does know. So, I'm just saying this. Guava if Island. If you don't know, Guava Island is on Prime, okay? There you go. And Prime. for the free. Yes. For so the free. Definitely watch that. Childish Gambino. Rihanna was in there. It was beautiful. Beautifully shot. It was, I want, it's like, it makes you want to be in those situations, but not really. Because I don't want to work like that. And the fact that you don't have no off days, like, what the fuck is that about? But it's beautiful. And it's literally what everybody is going through in life. You just see, like, today, like, beautiful day outside. And people are mad that they have to go to work. And mm-hmm. and it's a Sunday. It's Easter. Like, all throughout the week, we were mad at work. Because it's like, we're working on Good Friday, but y'all want to bring in God. And we're working on Easter Sunday, but y'all want to talk about God. God is not in the workplace. Like, because if that's the case, we would have all. Like, but, um, time to be able to recognize it. But, um, I love the imagery in that. I love the, you know, undertones, how you can bait anything that Donald does, you can take away from it somehow. Like, and for him, he 
puts it out there that you can take whatever you want from it. Like he's not going to tell you a definitive definition of what it is because it's to you. And that's what I think a lot of art is. And then we spoke on that when it came to like reading comprehension and like the other episode, like with what did the artist expect or, you know, what did they mean? And I'm like, bitch, how the fuck do I know? But like, you know, I like thinking deeper. And getting something out of it. I am so happy that this had all those hidden messages in it because it is so necessary to always keep that brain active, especially when we're being entertained by our black artists. So I appreciate all of that, especially Rihanna high ass. I know she's in it. It really must matter. And she keeps collecting every check but the music check, like I said (laughs) yesterday. And I'm not even mad at it at this point. Like, you just accept it for what it is. And she did good. He did, um, he was weird as hell, but that's his form of art. And I really rocked with it. I enjoyed all of, well, I fell asleep. But I'm going to have to watch it again because the parts that I saw, like, they definitely were like, oh, especially with, like, the, um, this is America part, like everywhere is America, especially if you have to work for somebody else and you right. got to find somebody else. Like it's good to be able to take that perspective past like, oh, America, like they were not even in America, you know, in the movie. So it was definitely um, interesting. Like, I definitely think it came on time for this whole Nipsey situation also. Keeps, keeps that active. Yes, so I think this whole movement and everything that's going along with it is amazing, and I really hope everybody keeps that same energy. Oh, trust. That Nipsey talk is not dead. It's not over, because I have a lot of things to talk about. And I want to shout out to the people that have, were not listening to Nipsey before, or even knew about Nipsey before Nipsey's death, because it's good to have everybody come around and be on that same wave, like... They thought that this shit was over because he's dead, but, huh, okay? It's only getting started, Mm. and I love it because the revolution, power to the melanin, okay? Power to the melanin. (laughs) Let's get into it. Um, that was your last bit for entertainment? Oh, well, since we talked about Donald, this same thing, Atlanta and Insecure is not coming back until 2020, and it's pissing me off because it's like one of them situations where... You happy for everybody because everybody's working. Not one person from any of them shows are not doing anything. And it's crazy because the shows are literally getting pushed back because they're all booked and busy. So it's bittersweet because, of course, I would love to see them on my TV screens weekly. But I can't be a hater. And so it's amazing everything everybody has going on. It wasn't going that way. It was. But I'm definitely happy about this. 2019 is gone by like none other anyway, so 2020 will be here before you know it. Yeah, but am I rushing it at this point? Like, I'm just it ain't it ain't about what you're doing because it's going regardless. Yeah, no, sheesh, it's already (laughs) there gone April 21st. There it is. I ain't even, I don't even know what April Fools came and went. I think we still heard about Nipsey. Yeah, Nipsey definitely took away. Like, April was all Nipsey, and it's it's gone, it's not stopping, it's not stopping. That energy is still going. I hope y'all know. It started off with, um, first it started off with with Obama. No, it really started off with Trump, and we don't want to say that. Mm -hmm. But he really woke us up and started having us bond together. Then we had uh, Black Panther help out with Awakening, and then we had um, now Dr. Seabees, everything that happened with him awoke us as well. But I think that happened before Black Panther. But, and then... We had Nipsey's passing, and then we got the homecoming with Beyonce. Like, 
all of these things, all of these things are tied together and it's all getting everybody up. Like, yep, mm-hmm. everybody's going to get up. Everybody. Like, the, the drug dealers down to the sophisticated people. Like, we all, everybody's in the same wavelength, hopefully. And like I said, the casualty-ass niggas, we don't give a f- F about <laughs> none of y'all. Like, none of y'all. We don't care if you Steve Harvey. We don't care if you Kodak Black. We don't care if you ignorant or if you supposedly educated. We don't care who you are. If you're a casualty, get the F out the way so the rest of us can go on about this thing, okay? Like I said, power <laughs> to the melanin, all right? It's all. It's about to be a whole shirt. Power to the melanin, point black power period. To the melanin. Yes. So yeah, um, and then Sierra's prayer was my thing, um, because this actually kind of inspired the whole self health situation. Because y'all really, y'all really need to evaluate yourself, because y'all are begging for this <laughs> prayer. At this point, it's kind of like super with a fucking cape on it okay (laughs) it is like really whack it's really whack for y'all to be asking for somebody else's prayer when you have to personally make your own connection to be able to pray for what you want like how the heck you gonna use somebody else's prayer to come into your life god doesn't bless who you think you are he blesses who you are Mm. so you can't get all of that whatever she got is specifically for her if you want to pray for her if you want to have her prayer you're gonna have a future ass nigga because it's not for you. That wasn't for you. You need to have find out. And she said, "Be specific." Y'all said, "Oh, how specific? Let me find the specifics." How did? It's about you. It's about you. Like what specifically works for you? What if you got beat all the, up and down your last relationship, and all you need is a man to make you feel like la da da. That's on you. That's your specific prayer. Don't be looking for nobody else specific prayer. I know it's all in fun and games, but half of y'all really believe this shit. Like, let me find her prayer now, and I'm going to practice that shit every day. I believe y'all are out there. Her prayer is not going to work for you. Your prayer is for you. Your energy needs to go into that, and your life needs to go into that. Like, she had her situation. She knew what the fuck she didn't want, and she knew what she did want, and that's what she asked for. Y'all want cheat codes to God. Come on. When she say be specific, that means be specific. Tell them exactly what you want. You know how you make a burger and you say exactly what the fuck you want on that burger? Say exactly what you want. Because if you just go off of one situation, like what I was saying, like if you got beat in one situation, don't just ask for a nigga who won't beat you in the next situation. That's, he just... He's probably just not going to beat you, but that don't mean he's not going to cheat on you. That don't mean he's not going to mentally abuse you. That doesn't mean that he's going to be for you. You just got a nigga who didn't put his hands on you. Like, you know. Be specific and first know yourself in order to know what your specifics are and Mm -hmm. what your standard is. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. (laughs) Self-health coming soon. Yes. Music. What's in your music bag? See, music has really been slow lately. So, I ain't really got no new shit outside of that Tiger song. Goddamn, like, I kind of like it. Tiger has really been coming back lately. Oh, no, he makes comeback. He's been making consistent Tiger songs. Like, <laughs> let's not hate. And, like, so the music has been pretty consistent. Nothing like huge nothing little like you know he's put out the same type of music so you know kind of like Kevin Hart with his stand up like I feel like a lot of people 
attack him or whatever because they still say he do the same thing. But it's what works for him. And obviously, y'all are still watching. So, um, I do want to take a second to talk about Cash Doll. She put out a song and video for Hustler. And I want people to pay attention to Cash Doll. Like, she is not just one of them random doll hoes who came after her who just out here doing like getting on off of fighting each other she gonna need to change her name she did it first like and she felt like just like she said them all came after her like y'all probably we don't care like who is relevant cash doll she not relevant enough she ain't beating uh megan Megan is a whole nother beast that came out of nowhere. But they are making music together soon. I cannot wait to hear that they will be doing music and concerts or whatever together because I feel like, you know, they don't necessarily rap about the same shit, but empowerment-wise for women, I really think that would be an amazing duo or whatever together. Like telling you how to get your money and fuck these men at the same time so it's like but yeah the video i definitely think was fire um it was like a mini story like you know it just wasn't like a typical release but she's kind of known for doing stuff like that when it comes to that for everybody video so it's kind of similar to that when there was that there was a story to be told and i like once again rap or whatever that comes from storytelling and cash doll does that amazingly she always is telling the story. And um, Megan Thee Stallion doesn't have any new music out currently, but I believe, she, I think she says she's not calling this an album or EP or mixtape or whatever. It's just called Fever because she says she's just going to let her management tell her what the fuck it is when it's time to put it out because she don't never know what they want to name it as. But Fever is supposed to be coming this month. Uh, she's officially finished with it. I saw her at the studio with... Juicy J and Wale so I cannot wait to hear the new stuff that they have coming out and I know that Juicy J and Megan is going to be dope. Dope as fuck. Yeah, it's definitely going to be lit. Um, My repeat of the week goes to Aaron Ray Reckless. Um, It's just a vibey ass song. Nice song uh, if you partake in 420 festivities and stuff like that. So a nice song to chill with. I was really trying to get into his music but I, I don't know. There's something he about does it. it for me, okay? But that song did something yeah. for me. That song with Babyface is a lit. And then that song with Drama. Oh. I just cannot get into that. He does it for me. <laughs> um, I want to talk about this before I let go. Beyonce, is this going to be replacing the original at <laughs> the cookouts? Because she ain't had to do all that. You feel me? I like the song. Don't get me twisted. But... Damn, the cookout song has been replaced. No, I definitely don't think the cookout song has been replaced. And I'm definitely not trying to hear Takey fuck these niggas up with my grandmother. Like, <laughs> to do the, the, the do our little shuffle and shit like that. But it's a dope song. I it like definitely it. won't replace it's... in my household. But I just wanted to see what you would take on that. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, it definitely, I think it's good <laughs> to bring that back to the newer generation. Hell yeah, that'd be good. And it might be like the little summer thingy or whatever for her people and the younger generation. But I'm going to always stand by an original. But that's just me regardless. It could be any song and I'm going to stand by the original because I don't like that whole covering up or let's not forget where we came from thing. Uh, I can't uh, go with any song but she definitely um, yeah it is what it is for her. It was good though. 
Um, what else came out? Ain't nothing really came out on my side, and y'all know how I am about music. <laughs> I have been in Africa, so I definitely can't really speak on. But I do want to talk about the imported song, uh, Jesse Reyes and Black. Definitely Black really can't do no wrong, y'all. Like I have not heard one Black verse that's not fire. Verses are amazing. Like Even it's, it's song impeccable. Like for real. Like his. His artistry is undeniable. You cannot deny that nigga. Like, even hood niggas be listening to black. And not for his, like, songy songs, but his rapping. Like, but just for the fact that his lyricism is undeniable. So. It's amazing. I am all here for this. And, um, what else have I been rocking to? Uh, Homebody by, uh, Tiana Taylor's remix to that and Melly. I'm really liking Melly off. Uh, if you listen to Melly's album phases, I like Final or oh, Fall Sig Fall Signal is my shit. Yeah, I really gotta listen to Melly. She's dope as hell. Speaking of female artists, like we don't talk. New York is they got their own vibe up there, so they it, it don't even matter. Like if nobody down here is talking about it, niggas know who Melly is. Melly is definitely getting that shit. I'm trying to get into her since I'm hearing so much talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that she's Hispanic, right? Yeah, she does. I like what she does in her music she and how she, she talks vibes. and how she mixes all of that it's together or whatever. I like the type of music that got like a lot going on. And it shows who the artist actually is without me actually having to know that person if you got a fuck nigga in your life listen to false nigga oh lord false nigga <laughs> false signal like that shit boy when i be mad at my little boo i be oh play that song on repeat okay because it will get me like nigga you wanted me i didn't want you <laughs> like all that it's all all types of that um i know pure water came out a long time ago but it's definitely hitting that's um dj mustard and migos Commitment also came out a long time ago. That's Monica's song, but not long, long, but it definitely came out, and that's also my song. The lyrics on that. If we do a uh, Lyrically Speaking Part 3, absolutely one of the songs. Absolutely. Like, those words, basically vows. Basically vows. She never she never stops with those I'm so sad about that whole situation now. Like. I'm excited for this Kevin Gates and her music, like... Yes. I like that relationship. Yes! Gates with his crazy ass, nasty ass, her with her lyricism and her voice. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Mm. Amazing, amazing. Yes, I am sad about that. I can't believe he cheated. Side chicks, though? Side chicks? Multiple. Mm. Ooh, Sonder is supposed to be coming out with some new music soon. I cannot wait. I don't know how soon, but soon. Just like that fucking free crack four. You know, he had the nerve. Somebody asked him about uh free crack four and he's still out here saying soon like when the fuck is at your this soon? point what is a soon like i know this is supposed to be like a contract or some shit or something that they got going on and bb is making his money because he is signing people and i'm sure he getting his money off of juice world and shit like that he's on his ceo type shit but let me shout out this crazy. girl lizzo 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 have however you say it. she's like she's sitting on the cover of this album like biggie's son was on that album She's basically naked, and she's a thick lady, but mm. she definitely has been buzzing out here, too. I'm going to listen to her, and then I'm going to come back when we come back and let y'all know how she is. But definitely people have been talking about her. She got a song up there with um, Missy Elliott, so anytime Missy's on the track, you got to listen. Because just to hear what she's doing, because we don't hear from Missy like that. 
Um, yeah, so we done with entertainment. Is that all? Um, I want to take a second to stand for that Beyonce documentary. I wanted to talk about how beautifully shot that whole situation was. And I had to continuously remind myself that I was just not watching the Coachella performance over again. Like, because I was sitting there like, why? Like, when I saw this, like, two hours or something, I was like, why am I sitting through this? Like, I didn't already see it. And then, like, a scene to pop up with, you know, showing the background stuff. And once again, showed me why I fucked with Beyonce. Like, because I didn't really get into Beyonce or whatever because of the music. I legit got into her because of her work ethic. And I know that she is unbeatable when it comes to work. I didn't even know she was 37, y'all. Yeah. She is getting old. And she is getting better. And that's the She's craziest part. not with them dance moves, but she is definitely getting better when it comes to uh, putting the show together. But not really, because she's always been killing it. But I don't know. She what took the time in. And I feel like if that's the re- where the respect is always going to come from. Like, she the show the time in. The fucking specifics of everything. The fact that she legit did say that she has a hand in everything is crazy. Like, how do you even have the time? But, um... Yeah, B. So, that was amazing. Shout out to that. And, uh... I sleep on that, too. Adele, uh, sad news about Adele splitting with her husband. And the whole world's first initial reaction was... Yes to more music. And of course, I was in that number, but I also do want to recognize that she was really in love, or it seemed to be that. So it just sucks that something like that has to end. Love is uh, so fickle. But, you know, in those type of situations, I know she'll make it through because she has an outlet. And that music is beautiful. So it's like you can't even really be worried or whatever. It's not like. Never mind, <laughs> she ain't worried about that nigga. Yeah, so, she got her own music to meditate too. Right. Shoot. So hopefully it's her that she most likely is and bless that child. It's like she'll make it through because she has that outlet and that, that beautiful outlet that is going to be an outlet for a whole bunch of other people who are going through the same thing. So once again, shout out to that. Shout out to the broken hearted. And yeah, if you want, you can take this one over. Um, I want to actually do the woke before we do the topic. Yeah. I know, but because we're trying to get through it. Um, the woke, my woke was only going to be, I actually want to talk about what he has spoke about, which was the, I forgot what you said, but I know I want to talk about it. <laughs> Michigan, the, yes, the... Michigan, y'all, Flint can finally sue the people. I was like, oh, how convenient when half of the people are dead. No. Um, but yeah, like now you can finally sue the, um, the Michigan government for the lack of fucks. While everybody was drinking lead water for for like a good two years now, mm. and um, after Jaden made it aware to all races, now they want to act as if shit is fair. Okay, cute, but uh, yeah, that's all I have to that. I'm sure because Brian actually brought that to my attention. I was I saw it, but I wasn't speaking on it. Oh, yeah. No, I just wanted to speak on that and just put that out there. Because, you know, we always do the random reminders of Flint, Michigan, still don't have no clean water or whatever. So I wanted to also put out there that 
there's some leeway and that we're moving forward because once again like i said i'm not really all the way into like the politics and the government type shit i don't like to sound stupid when i talk but i do want to at least bring up big things like i think in those situations so it's hap- it's good to see something happening in that situation that's been going on for so long um also uh Notre Dame, which is a little church, well, not little, it's a big place, and mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in France, mm-hmm. I believe it's over there in Paris, or something of sorts, um, but my cousin lives in England, he lives in London, but he was telling me basically how, um, like, the government had burnt down another church, mm-hmm. and not the government had burnt down another church, but another church had burnt down that was serving a bunch of people, and yet they didn't give a fuck about that. But now they want to act as if, oh, let's let's try to build Notre Dame back up. Basically doing the same shit America does. So let me just tell y'all like this. Like, everywhere is fucked up. Okay, it's about you building your own life and creating your happiness because if you think like because actually i'm speaking to me because last episode we were like oh there's so many other places you can live all other places is fucked up yeah like every everywhere you go like you just go and run into some new shit like everybody has their own stuff every country every continent everywhere has a bunch of silly people running it that's pretty much it what it is um and then i wanted to talk about um nipsey hustle <laughs> and the marathon continues type of uh lifestyle that we we need to be living i actually i have a vision board but i decided to flip first i had did it into i made it into a victory board about last year um but now when i was reconstructing it like the other day during this week I named it Victory Lap, and I decided that I wanted to make that, like, all of my board was going to be everything that I want to see before I can call this, or whatever year my Victory Lap year will be, I want these certain things to be accomplished by then. So, tying into the topic with a self-help situation, I encourage all of the listeners, all of the listeners, to please... Make y'all a victory lap board. Like, just make y'all a victory lap board. Like, just put down all the things that you want to get accomplished before your quote-unquote victory lap year where you get all that shit in order, all of that shit in order, like, all of it. Like, whatever steps you need to take to get all of your stuff in order, do that and write it down and visualize it and make it your victory lap board for Nip, for Nipsey. So, <laughs> if you don't want to do it for your lazy ass, do it for Nip. And if you don't want to do it for Nip, do it for your future. Okay? All your right. future. For your future. And there's a whole bunch of Trump shit going on. The Mueller report. I can touch on that. But the, why? For it's what? A beautiful Easter Sunday. It, it's, still, it's still necessary. I do want to talk about the game in his post where he said, you know, America will be crippled if we move back to Africa. And then I want to talk about these silly ass motherfuckers that be in the comments. Um, I know not to be in the comments, but I really just be entertained by like re- reading what could be in the comments. So I was reading that back. We ain't never been from there. Da-da-da. Y'all really silly. If you really still think that you're not from Africa at this point in the game in 2019, even if you have never been there physically, your foot has never touched African soil. 
your silly ass will be dumb as fuck to believe that this America is for you. If you believe that America was made for you or you are American, if you are American, they would not put African before that. They got to specify you as African American. You are not 100% American in the white American eyes. So when you don't refer yourself as African American, you are doing yourself a disservice because you are cutting off your roots. And you can never cut your roots off because your skin won't let you. Power to the melanin. There you go. Point black period. Hello. <laughs> so let's get right into this topic about self-health. And basically that's about identifying with yourself and looking at the mirror and knowing what the hell you see. And looking at it and knowing, like, being a hundred with the mirror. Like, I know it sounds like, oh, I can look in the mirror and I know I'm bad or whatever, whatever. But half of y'all niggas want to filter in everyday life. You want to filter your life every day. Like, you want to try to cover up your shit with fake-ass glitter and flowers and shit. Like, your shit is beautiful when you know your shit is falling apart and you refuse to get in that mirror and talk to yourself and be real as fuck with your shit. That's the shit that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, shit. <laughs> then go ahead, then. Nah, I want to hear what you got to say about it. I know when I look in the mirror, I know what's up. Mm-hmm. It like when I was in Puerto Rico, I was calling myself a dumbass all all through it. <laughs> like, cause when I lost my wallet, like I'm in Puerto Rico, my wallet has my license. Every way I can get back to North Carolina was in there, and right. I lost it twice. Woo! Okay, so I was really big mad with myself, but I was able to be like, you dumb, like you like you gotta be able to talk to yourself in the realest way possible. Because if you expect if you can't be real with yourself, how do you expect somebody else to be real with you? How can you be around people and expect anything from them real like when you're not even real with yourself? Oh, I don't fuck with them. They're not real. Nigga, you're not even real with yourself. Those are facts. <laughs> Those are facts. I don't know. Like, okay. So, yeah, dealing with... I hate to preach on y'all. Sorry. I don't need to <laughs> yell. The brown is in my system <laughs> on this good Sunday. Shit, but man. I really just, I'm tired. Like, I know friends. I know people that are really close to me. And I see them walk around as if they just are not able to confront what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Um, From Empire this week, I got when, um, what's the ball? What's his name? Ball, Cookie. Man. Cookie's dealing with him. Uh, I don't know his real name. Or Damien. Name. Damien Cross on the show. His name is Damien yeah. Cross on the show. Um, I'm not going to look up his name at this moment, but his name is Damien on the show. I'll he told you. her that what you need to do at this moment is to feel when she was not trying to feel what Andre was going through. I am with Charlemagne when he's all with this healing stuff because you really have to feel what you're going through to be able to move past it. Mm-hmm. I am the type of per- I used to be the type of person where I would just let shit build, build, build. I'm going to get over it. I'm hard enough to get over it. I'm a nigga like Brian says all the time. <laughs> like I shouldn't be having to cry or feel or break down about anything. Like I just felt like I could take on everything and never be having a moment to feel it mm-hmm. and to actually be able to feel it and be able to like really feel it and understand what it is is a whole different type of level of power that you are unlocking because now you are not letting anything really define your walk in life you're not letting no circumstance make excuses for why you are not doing anything you have felt it you're accountable for it and now you can move past it because you're healed from it and that's the biggest thing for me 
because if you're trying to have children, I'm blessed enough to not, and I say it because I'm saying I'm blessed enough not to have children at this moment because I'm still healing and I'm going through my process. And I know my parents might have dropped the quote-unquote ball because they hadn't healed and they hadn't moved past what they needed to get past. And I would be doing my children a disservice by not being completely healed with the things that fucked me up as a child Mm. and trying to bring them into that because what if they do something that triggers something that happened to me? Like, what what would I be doing to them by fucking them up with my childhood issues? So basically, healing is the answer to your next life, your next phase in life. And if we keep on acting like this shit is not happening and we keep on acting like we can't look in the mirror, we always going to be fucking shit up and we always going to be in phase one of life. And that's my epiphany that I had. (laughs) Okay? It was lit yesterday. (laughs) But it definitely came to me all at once. I was up at five o'clock in the morning doing all this right in my nose. My nose was full, front and back. But it was just like, yo... Like, if I don't heal through mm. half of this shit, if I don't forgive a lot of these people for the things they did, I will really still be stuck in faith. And who the hell are they to have my power to move forward? No, you can't have that. You already fucked. You already had that. You already had that. I'm moving past that now. Like, you you stay in phase one. I'm being over here in phase two, chill. <laughs> Without you and your shit down my back, holding me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah no like I, I vibe with that cause that's like basically the same thing I be saying all the time that I stole from Yonda like with sit in it like I really think you know that fits with everything that you were saying in that situation and with what I'm going through personally now I'm you know I'm making sure I think it's good in those situations that you're aware of if you're good or making sure that the people around you are good. And I think Plus the people around you, people, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, in my situation, I think it's good to put that out there. Like, you know, checking and with everything that everybody has going on, making sure that they're good and stuff like that. Like ask, uh, how are you doing and stuff like that? And I like that question <laughs> because I think a lot of people, get overwhelmed or whatever with everything that's going on. And, um... I think for that, and I'm not saying fuck them, like, literally fuck them. I'm just saying, I've been... Now that I'm here, and I hate to say, like, I'm in a different place than anybody else because everybody has their journey. Mm -hmm. But I... Now that I'm here, I know what it's like to consider everybody else first. I know what it's considered... What it's like to consider everybody else, period. Not even first, second, or whatever. But that is also a disservice to yourself, especially when you are not good 100% with yourself. Right. You are not doing nobody no favors, especially yourself, by considering everybody else. Like, no, 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 no. They don't get that. They don't. (laughs) Nobody gets that. Because at the end of the day, everybody else is considering themselves Mm -hmm. first and foremost. So while you over here putting yourself... Oh, let me make sure I do this because I want to make sure they good. You always going to fuck yourself up, especially if you're not a hundred with yourself. Yeah. And I think that's important to know. Like, but don't go overboard. And that's what I wanted to clarify in my situation. Like, 
it's just asking, like, I don't think you should go above and beyond. I don't think you should do anything that you're not asked to do and stuff like that. I just think it's good to ask the question, like, how are you doing? And, but, you know, pertaining to self-health and stuff like that, I think it is a selfish game. And there is nothing wrong with being selfish. You know, you have to take that time for yourself. And um, I think honesty is a big part in that. You know, you have to be honest with everybody around you. You have to be honest with yourself. And I think honesty and communication goes hand in hand in those type of situations because you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so if we're talking about just self, then it's actually trying to figure out what is wrong with you. And I think that is the first step what is wrong with you? Why do I react a certain type of way to certain things? And if you think nothing's wrong with you, yeah, that's step one. You got something wrong. With yes, you. that is a thing. That is definitely a thing because everybody has flaws. Everybody has things that they need to work on and things like that. So nobody's perfect. And if you consider that, then that may be a mental issue. <laughs> what? <laughs> But and we gotta stop really naming everything a mental health issue. Like everything is a mental issue. Everything is done mentally. Everything you cannot do anything without thinking of it first. It's a mental. It's all mental. It ain't mental health issues though. But yeah, let's clarify for the people that want to always name themselves something. This is not one of those times for you to be naming yourself a mental health patient or a victim of anything. Like we said last, sit week. in it get over it. That's not an excuse. You can't say I'm bipolar and that's like the excuse. You can't say that I'm, you know. This is just who I am. Don't cut yeah. it no more. So You can't say those like, no things Yeah, anymore. that's not how that works or whatever. Change, you have to improve. work on it. And if you're not, then you have to be one of them people that's okay with losing people. I never understand them people who like try to push people away and then okay, perfect situation with a person who needs self-help is Nini like with that whole situation? If anybody is watching the housewives or whatever, she's literally asking for support, and in that same breath, turning away all of the support. And to me, it's Chalet. Cool. it ain't even about it's literally you see the mental breakdown, like you see that she needs help, and you see that she's shutting off. So but she has to deal with that. And the way she's handling handling that whole situation is wrong. So if anybody wants to see what how to not do something, watch her. Because she's not handling shit well, period. And Half of y'all niggas don't either. You busy getting high and compact, compart, whatever, compartmentalizing, whatever, however you say that shit. Yes, compartmentalizing it and putting it in your back of your of your head mm-hmm. because you want to be out here high and stuff and forget what you got going on with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, we all do it. Don't, don't, we don't need to reference anybody for, for us to be, I mean, for visualization and for example purposes and for people that need to know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Yes, Nene is a good example. Dave East calling that little boy whack. He got shit that he's dealing with. That's what he's got to go through. Somebody should but, check on him. Yes, always check on your strong friend. But if you're a strong friend and you haven't had nobody check on you, look in the mirror. Check on yourself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, why are we always putting things on people? 
We don't need to be putting, oh, my friend ain't check on me. Why did they? Fuck everybody else. <laughs> your friends don't need to check on you. You check on yourself. You talk See, to yourself. I feel like that could you go in so many different directions, though, because in those situations, don't be depressed you're not now. putting. Be, be for self, yeah, but don't be depressed. Like, I feel like everything is done in moderation. Like, when it comes to the whole friend situation, I, would, I don't... I, wouldn't put that all on the front. Like, it is not your job to check on me, and I'm not going to ride you for checking for not checking on me or anything. For me, and I don't know if that's something that I have to work on or not, but if I feel like that's just not the direction, then that's just not what we are. Maybe we're not what I thought we were or whatever, but I would voice that. Like, if it's a person who I felt would normally do that in a situation like then i would bring that up and be like hey is anything going on like i feel like we're disconnected like i feel like you know so and so but that don't mean press it and that don't mean like continuously make that person be that person for you like because a lot of people can't be that and that's another thing that you have to learn like dealing with you is really your thing like it's not nobody else's problem it's not nobody else's fault what's going on. Literally, you are in charge of you. And that's what you have to learn in those situations. Like, nobody has control over you. Nobody can make you do anything, you know. And it's like, so I feel like the quicker we learn that and the quicker we not give a fuck about things like that, the better. I really... I don't know, like, in a situation where if it has to be black and white, I feel like all of this shit can be fixed by minding your own damn business. It's not, though. I mean, yes, yes, because of the fact that, of course, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Worry about your minding your business. But for the sake of topic, I'm going to let you finish your thought. <laughs> I don't know, like, because in that type of situation, I feel like a lot of people's issues come from outside things and things that don't have anything to do with you like I feel like in my situation with something that's going on with me currently I felt like once I let go of all that I had going on and figured out that it's not me or you know take myself out of that and find out that that person may need more than I did then it made me feel differently like you know I think, and that's where it comes from with energies. Like, I feel like you're taking on other people's energy when you're doing all that extra stuff for them. If you really just focus on you and what you would be, was doing, I really feel like things would be less complicated. Absolutely. Like, and I agree. And deal with your own things. I feel like when it comes to, like, relationships, I feel like, um, I think, I think it would be good after each relationship to basically i don't know if you have to write it down or just take mental notes always but notate take away from that situation every i think life is a whole learning type of thing like at the end of it we die like and that's just what it is like nobody's sure what happens afterwards everybody has their own beliefs or whatever but i don't understand why we take this short amount of time and just huh, just i don't know cuz i'm doing it but so I guess I'm having trouble with this whole situation because I'm living it and I haven't made it out. Mm -hmm. So I really don't know where to come from or what exactly to say because at the end of the day, you can tell yourself everything and it still 
doesn't mean anything. That's why you have to write it down. And you have to visualize it. And you have to affirm it. And you have to keep on. Because it's so easy to say something. And you know it. And you know better. But you just don't say If you don't see it, you forget about it. And then you start doubting. And then you can start guilting. And then you start doing all that shit that makes you not in tune with self. Mm -hmm. And then you end up losing that. And then you end up losing yourself. And it sucks because when you lose yourself, it's a hard-ass journey trying to get back to where you were. Mm -hmm. Because life is so quick. Social media is so real. Life, friends, will, like, we expect so much from our friends. And that's why I'm really on it hard. Because I see how my friends are about certain things that I'm doing and how they feel like I'm not there for them as much as I used to maybe have been. Mm -hmm. But I, 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 I respectfully don't care. <laughs> like I, I respectfully do not care at this particular moment. I am all for me. I remember when I didn't even want to fuck with me like that. Like I'm out here like, Oh, you could do this. You could do that. Like telling everybody how much they could do. And they never did. And I never said, oh, Edna, you could do this. You could do that. I never looked in the mirror and was like, you could do this. You can do that. I always funded everybody else's dream. But now I'm fuck I'm done with that. I'm done with that. And I'm all about self. And if self is not happy, I, like nobody's going to be happy. If, if, if self is not happy, the bag will not be, will not be there. Right. So why am I going to be fucking around with everybody else and making sure everybody else is good when ain't nobody checking for me? At the end of the day, the last time somebody asked me how was I really doing, other than Brian, of course, <laughs> was a long time. It was a long time ago. And there's all the people I used to talk to and be like, oh, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. I can help you do this. I can help you do that. A whole bunch of people. A whole bunch. And I ain't doing that no more. And it feels damn good. Yeah. And that's the best part. You know what? And <laughs> that's where I think the conversation should go. Because, honestly, we're on two different sides of it. Like, you've had that conversation with yourself. You've put in that work. You're moving. And you're doing what you have to do. Like, And for me, it's kind of weird in this situation because I know all those things. And I've used those tools. And it's helped with certain things. But I'm not on the other side yet like mm. i'm currently still going through the transition all of those things and so i'm trying to make it out of that but i'm not there so i don't i can't speak on the other side of it and it sounds what like the way you talk about it it's you speaking with so much clarity as <laughs> if like you're there already so and it's and it literally sounds for me like i'm just scrambling because i'm not there so what mm. i should do is like what we were saying was staying in our lane like with Dave East what? I have to stay in that lane I can't speak no, on the other side because I'm on the other side quote unquote because right. I feel like I still have a long way to go yeah. but I, maybe I'm in phase halfway <laughs> <laughs> two two or have almost itching on phase yeah. and two but there's a lot of people that still where quote unquote again not there mm -hmm. And I don't want to make it seem like this shit is easy. I can guarantee you it's, it's not. Gosh darn. It is. First of all, it's going to take a lot of isolation. And if you personally do not like to be, if you have FOMO, fear of missing out, yep. you, you damn sure going to have a hard time doing this. Mm -hmm. And if you already have a lot of society views as to what's 
quote unquote normal or what's okay, you will have a lot of problems with it. Because this is going to take talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. This is going to take isolation. This is going to look like depression. This is going to look like you have a mental health problem. Might damn well be. I mean, it's going to look, but don't be depressed. Because if you're going to be depressed, you're defeating yourself again. You're defeating the purpose. Mm -hmm. Because the point is to affirm yourself. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you're... Positive affirmations. You have to have affirmations. You have to have affirmations. <laughs> and the vision board, the victory lap board, as we are naming it from here on, that is also helpful because if you sometimes, yo, like Friday, I'm at work just chilling. I bust out crying out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Definitely. And I am like, I wake up at like five o'clock in the morning at times to get my other podcasts done. Like, doing artwork at work. Like, I do a whole bunch of shit. So, like, during my week, I have so much shit going on that it makes no fucking sense. But I tell myself, like, if I want to go to my next phase in life, I have to sacrifice sleep sometimes. I have to sacrifice going out sometimes. I have to sacrifice some money sometimes. Sometimes I have to do shit that doesn't make me personally happy at this particular moment. But it's def- definitely necessary for my next moment. So I am going to sacrifice. So I'm crying over there. I'm just hurting because I'm just tired. I'm overwhelmed. But then I said to my, like, um, somebody emailed, somebody texted me the other day and was like, yo, you really are the divine feminine. I was like, first of all, don't name me no divine feminine. Like, that's outrageous. Like, that's some old and tune tune shit. And I don't think I'm really there yet. Something to aspire to be. And I was telling him, like, by the end of this year, I want to live up to that name. Um, But basically just saying, like, you have to be in tune with yourself enough to be able to be like, yo, you have to do this no matter what. But you also have to feel that overwhelmness. You have to feel it. You have to feel it because you have to reference back to it. Like, I was tired as fuck doing this shit. Especially when you get to the part where you relish in the fruits of your labor. And um and then I was also telling him like you have to like your purpose is always gonna be overwhelming. Like God is not gonna give you nothing slight. He's not gonna give you nothing slight. He's not gonna give you nothing slight. <laughs> it's always gonna be tough. Too much to who much is given, much is required. That's always always gonna be what it is. So if you feel like being lazy at times, you gonna have to look it again in the mirror and be like, fuck that. I'm not going to be lazy no more unless you are content with what the hell is going on now. If you content and happy with what you got going on right now, who the hell am I to tell you what to do? But if you are not, then you got to look in that mirror. That's just how it is for me. That's true. That's true. And I think uh, treating yourself like you're in a relationship with yourself is an amazing thing when it comes. Because I, like you said the my like what was it the basically it's constant reassurance constant reminders all of that like you know how if you're in a relationship and you feel like you want to constant like i wouldn't say constantly like obsessively but you always want that constant reassurance that that person is still feeling that way about you that they did in the beginning you want to hear the person say i love you you want to hear the person say you're beautiful you want to hear the person say i like you Mm -hmm. you want to continuously you even if they're not saying it out loud you want to see it in those actions like a person who is 
um, like doing shit for you that you didn't even know that they knew about or the stuff that when you talk about and then they actually hear you and be Mm -hmm. like, you know, so it's, I think just how you would handle that in a relationship is how you should handle that with yourself. Like, look at yourself. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself that you look good today. Tell yourself that I really did a good job on this. Be proud of yourself. Just as easy as if you fuck up and turn around and be like, you a dumb bitch. Like, you turn around and be like, I did a good ass job. I'm that bitch. Like, just as as much as you can say I'm a dumb bitch, you can say I'm that bitch. Like, so it's that I think we got to remember to treat ourselves, treat ourselves. Like basically like we want to hear that shit. So if we're not getting that from somebody else, then we got to give it to ourselves. And just like, you know, I quote this shit all the time. He who does not toot his own horn will not get his horn tooted. All right. that is just how that works. And I think that is what I'm trying to do more so now. And that's why I think notes are uh, a really positive thing put them like if you got to be on your being mary jane shit to where you just post that shit all around the house is if you're trying to learn like a new language set a reminder on your phone yeah make it an alarm like do whatever it takes to constantly remind yourself who the fuck you are right you're a queen you're a king remind yourself I hate when people call me bitch in text. Like, don't call me bitch in text, bro. Like, do not start the message off like, bitch. Like, first of all, <laughs> no, I'm not. Who the fuck? I, I didn't say you. Like, I'm all for the bitch word whenever I'm drunk or whatever. I'll be like, bitch, yeah, bitch, aha. Uh-huh. Or maybe, like, sometimes, you know, on here, I'll be like, bitch. But, <laughs> like, it's just not cute for me to wake up in the morning and see first thing as bitch. Like, first of all, we need to start addressing each other. And I've said this before. As royalty. We need to start going back to that. Like we we need to start start reconditioning ourselves to stop being of what the fuck society wants us to be. We need to stop looking at ourselves and downgrading ourselves so much with even the slightest things. We think of it as fun and we think of it as cute by calling each other bitch. But like just imagine the power of you walking down the street and being like, what's up, queen? How are you, king? Like if everybody did it, like the coolest people, the fucking non-cool people, everybody. Everybody just started really like as a black people, we just owned our fucking magic that we have inside of us. If we own that shit, like, it would be unstoppable. Unstoppable. (laughs) I think it would be a beautiful thing. I don't know. I mean, everybody has, you know, their different Casualty-ass niggas. Get rid of them. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody has their things or whatever. But, yeah, like, it doesn't hurt to hear those things. And I think the body works like that um, to where that constant reassurance, the repetitive nature of things, just like our muscles or whatever a repeated thing it's muscle memory so i think if you get in the act of repeatedly doing that and replacing those moments where you're talking bad about yourself and talking good about with talking good about yourself i think that'll help or if you have a good balance of both because i feel like it's good to check yourself sometimes like all the time like it's not i think it gets a little you know scary or whatever when it's a repeated oh you're stupid you know I don't think that's good for you because you do internalize a lot of things and what I'm learning (laughs) is your body whether your mind 
is one way. Stupid your body is a is condition. Way. It's a like, temporary condition. If you feel like you're stupid, change it. Right. Don't don't just just tell yourself shit. And then also that's another thing. Just don't tell yourself shit. Don't be doing oh I'm beautiful, I'm smart, oh I'm gonna change the world, and then sit down on your ass right after that. Don't expect that shit to come. It ain't just gonna come. You won't have to actually work for this shit. Like if you feel like you're not the smartest that you could be, or you're not you know performing the best that you can be. Actually try to change for you to see the change that you want to be. Don't just expect that shit to come because you wrote it all over the house. That shit don't mean nothing. You have to practice what you preach. You do. If you expect shit to come to you naturally all the time, mm-hmm. you're going to forever be sleep. And then I also wanted to ask, like, we all have that age where we we had something traumatic happen to us and it changed us and it made us build a wall. Do you remember what age you were? Um... Like you just started build, like you just started. Either you no. stopped trusting people like you used to, or you stopped. You were be, you became hesitant on something that you expected before. Seventh like, grade, mm. I would say, for me, you know, when I think my whole entire life changed. Like there was stuff that had happened beforehand that I think I didn't realize until later on in life, but when I actually realized it was, yeah, it was like around seventh grade. Mm-hmm. When I think things just started going left. <laughs> so in energy, you're like in seventh grade internally because you're still, that energy still channels a lot of your movement. So that like the reason why you do certain things at this age is because that seventh grade you is still in there channeling your next and all moves. Yeah, I definitely agree with that being a thing if, you know, you know, for people who did not do the work. Like, I was 12, I, child. Like, I, I remember yeah. my age, too. Like, <laughs> like, it was around that same 7th grade. Yeah. No, I definitely do think that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like hearing the stuff in there or whatever, because... Um, but it just sounds bad. But I definitely do think how you move does. Because it all comes from a situation of, and I think that's with anybody, I don't want that to happen again. But I think a lot of people do have to take that time to step outside of themselves. And just like we was talking about last week when you was talking about going to Puerto Rico and you was just seeing things differently and stuff like that. I think when you take that step outside of yourself and you're able to see what's going on, you can apply it uh, differently or whatever. But I don't want to sound like I was attacking you like, oh, yeah, you still in that age. <laughs> but it's like because I was saying that to myself, like uh, after like 12, whatever I think it was around 12 and something stuck out to me Mm -hmm. and I stayed in that for that long. Like, and it built the rest of my wall. That was a foundation for my wall. After that, I stopped trusting people. So every time I got into something and somebody crossed me, even if it was for the slightest thing, I added on to that. There's a time when your, your innocence changed. Like like it was taken from you or like, because as a child, you do see things differently, but there's something that takes you out of that element to where, like, life is not as simple and as colorful as I thought it was. Exactly. So there's something that snatches you out of that. And, you know, everybody has that growing up moment. So that is what I was thinking about. That moment stems the rest of it. And then in self-health and in part of self-health, 
You have to go back to that moment. You have to literally break down the entire wall back down to that one place where you were when you got hurt. Mm -hmm. Because I remember last year when you talking about love or something like that, and I was like, I'm scared to do it. It's just too scary. Like, love is scary. Mm -hmm. But in order to fall in love, you literally have to realize when the walls are being broken down. Yeah. And then when you, the walls are breaking down, you have to live in it. So you got to heal through the walls while they're breaking down because it's like, damn, I really am mad about this shit. This is the type of shit that triggers me to where I start feeling like I want to build that wall back up. Like, cause I remember, I know when this stuff, like he does and I'm ready to like, you know, this is why I don't fuck. This is why I don't do this. This is why. And I always be like, this is why. But when you're in love, you have to forcibly like, well, I can't just refer to like, this is why you have to actually be like, well, why is it? And what can I do for it not to be a constant trigger? Because, you know, you can try to tell your partner, like, oh, this is what triggers me. But they can't fully understand because they're not you. And even now, if I ask Brian, like, and we can talk about it, I can't be Brian at seventh grade. Right. I can't be that for him. I can't do that. I can't see what it rooted and what it stemmed up to be. I only know him for who he is today and who he has been. But I, I don't know the root of his issues and I can't get into the root of his issues. Only he can do that. Mm-hmm. And when he heals from that, he will be able to see a whole new light. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the point. So you guys have to build, I mean, you have to break down your wall and identify with the things that fucked you up. You have to be completely honest. And that's really what it is. And with those type of situation, going back to what you was talking about with love, you trust and being guarded is not going to work. Like, if you you don't have a... Just think about it like this. You don't have security if you trust a person. Like, the only reason you have security is because you don't trust the situation. If you... Just like, we can link that to Nipsey. Like, he... Nobody had guns or nobody felt any type of pressure or anything to do with certain type of thing because they were in a place of safety. They trusted that area. They knew nothing was going to happen. So therefore, that's why that happened. Was now. So that's how that works in relationships. Like, it's going to hurt. really negative. What? Because, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but just like, but love hurts in those type of situations and you can't love without being I mean you can't love and be guarded you're not letting the whole thing in you have to trust because it's never going to work no other way because as soon as your significant other walks out the door you're going to be filled with so much extra shit that shouldn't be there if you're saying I'm in love with this person. And that's why it's also necessary before you get into a relationship to get all your shit out the way. Mm-hmm. Or at least be working through it while you're doing it because you expect that you and that's where the expectations for your partner get a little bit like lesser. You lessen the expectations for him because you waiting for him to answer all the shit that you need to answer for yourself. You need to answer those questions for yourself. You need to make sure, you need to secure yourself and tell yourself, oh, I'm this, I'm that. Mm-hmm. And not let your partner define you because he can, they, they can say all the things that you want to hear and all that, but you have to actually believe it. So you, to believe it is for you to sit down and be like, yo, I'm actually this, I'm actually that. Because otherwise when y'all break up, he can take all those things away with him. He can take that you're beautiful. He can take you're smart. He can take all of that away if you're dependent on them 
to be your definition like the yes. person that defines what's up with you you have to be your own person yeah and i definitely and that's a whole another conversation like when it comes to relationships and stuff like that because i honestly only feel like relationships that work or relationships that i've seen work is when a person never lost themselves in that mm-hmm. like if a person continuously still did their job continuously still had their friends continuously had their time then it worked because you wasn't pressed about what the other person is doing. And the other person shouldn't be pressed about what you're doing right. like that anyways. Be open and communicate. That's an yes. insecurity. Yeah, exactly. Be open, communicate. And you have to be real with that. And if, exactly. If you're not able to look in the mirror, you're not able to be like, well, I'm in a fucked up relationship. I'm in a toxic ass relationship. My, my man need to know everything I'm doing. My right. girl need to know everything I'm doing. And I don't like that, like, in... You know, because we talk about Joe's podcast and stuff a lot. And I never really like when they bring that up with their women and stuff like that. When they talk about how they the women have, oh, they're not going to like that we're going here. Or they're not right. going to like that we're going there. And oh, we have to tell them about this and stuff like that. And I was like, if I feel like I have to really do what I would have done to my mother when I was a child then I don't necessarily feel like that's the best situation for me. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be in those relationships, but I think you should work with the other person to be like, okay, what you're doing is an insecurity. Right. Like, and whether you want to... it plays on the nigga, like, because they making little undertones as if they're going to be up to something. But those niggas been like that. Yes. So that's where that shit probably should have been nipped in the bud beforehand if you didn't like that. But I don't think, and I don't think, well, I'm not going to speak for you, but I don't think that they're actually doing any of that stuff. Like, they're all just dumb as hell, like, and those are the jokes that they make. Like, Rory do say some little shit that kind of be like, you know what? You would have to watch it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really do think, like, when it comes to, like, Joe and Parks and stuff, like, I Parks really think doing they're doing shit. They're not doing And nothing. Joe ain't doing shit. Definitely He's lucky not. to have Like, some. so I don't think that they're doing anything. And, it, like, and who's to say that that stuff is even actually real? They may be, like, joking even with as much as the girls be doing, what women be doing in that situation. But I never liked that because I wasn't raised like that. I was always told that, you know, a woman needs to have her own business. She needs to have her own thing, her own space. She should never feel dependent on no man or anything like that. The so, man is for security. He's for us just to make you feel protected. He's there to make a you life feel partner, a person. Happy. Yeah, like Not, well, you, you should have been an oppressor yeah. or something like that, or a person who could tell you what you're gonna do and what you're not gonna do. Like, because the respect should already be there. Like, and you should know how you should act and like, but that's a whole nother type of situation. Exactly. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like this whole, it's it's I don't know. It's it's good for your for yourself because if you don't want to necessarily believe in like God per se, you mm-hmm. need to at least believe in the spiritual realm mm-hmm. and the fact that everything is connected. So yes. whatever you see, whatever you feel, whatever you say, say it all doubles back to you. Mm-hmm. So whatever time, whenever you're saying negative shit, like like my sister yesterday, she was going to work, she was like, oh, it's about to be a terrible night. And even Brian, he was just like, oh, it's about to be a terrible week. Like, I ain't saying shit like that. 
I ain't saying no shit like that. I am not projecting well, nothing into I knew it was. my, but see, you don't know what it is because you don't know what the week is going to look like for you. You don't know what blessings come your way. You don't know what energy could be coming your way. You don't know if this is the, this is the week that all the sheep, all the sheet, all the <laughs> shit you've been going through is finally going to come to an end. You don't know what this week holds. So for you to actually brand a whole ne- week to be fucked is outrageous because you're you're already going into it with the wrong energy. Well, I get what you're saying in that, but I'm going to sit with what I said because I feel you on that. at the end of the day, I don't think anybody is going to have a good week who has to bury somebody during yes. this week. I also know it's not going to be a good week because I'm not going to be there to be able to go through that you don't know what with my family. Come. And I don't want to sound insensitive and as if I don't get what he's saying. I'm just saying you don't never know. It could be like him having to have that family situation going on with him. It, it's, it's, it's hurtful for him. But at the end of the day, you don't know like if there's a something that could happen in between that time mm-hmm. that could be such a big revelation that you've been needing for right. so long and it's finally here and it's, in a moment that you just know is not the time. It, right. it just don't feel like it because you're going through something that's hurting you. But this is the time that it could all just switch up. It could literally all just switch up off of your words and your projection of the week. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just simple as the mind and the tongue. They have to go positive. They have to say positive. Nobody likes to dwell on the negative. I have a bunch of negative shit just sitting on me. It's sitting on me. It's sitting on me. I have shit I could be worried about, stressing myself out with, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that because I have people that I've had to bury. I've had people that I've had to go through. I've had my people that I couldn't be around because they in Africa and I'm here that I couldn't bury or be around on their last days. But I'm not dwelling on that. I'm more so dwelling on the positives of my life. And what I could be putting into energy in the atmosphere and hoping to get back. You know, that's that's the kind of energy that I would like for my people to be feeling. Because mm-hmm. my sister is my sister and we share this apartment that we stay in. So if she's walking around negatively, it affects me, whether I like it or not, because we do absorb each other's energy. Doing a podcast with you, if you're negative and I'm positive, I'm going to absorb your negative energy regardless. And if vice versa, if I'm negative, you're positive. It's going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything works together. Everything is connected. Right. So that's my piece on it. See, and that's where it shows what we were talking about earlier. Uh, when it comes to a person being in it and a person that is going through like through it, on their way out of it, maybe on the other side. It's all different perspectives. And that's just, you know... It's all a work of work in progress, and I feel like that whole thing could be, you know, be summed up with like faith without works is dead. Like there's literally nothing that you can put effort into, and you know nothing comes from it. Like you have to work on everything. You just can't say it and then just be like, "Well, I gave it to God, and you know that's it. That's all I got to do." Like you have to put that work into it. And that's something that, you know, everybody would have to work on, like, you know, in that sense, like, because once again, being in it and trying to 
take yourself out of the situation to see it from the outside is not easy. Mm -mm. So when you're going through it and you're constantly being told these things or, you know, seeing the same thing repeatedly, it's really hard to see something differently. So it's... (laughs) You got to help yourself. Right. You got to pull yourself out. You got to put yourself in the out and pull yourself out. Legit. Because I, this shit, a lot of people be thinking my shit easy because I talk like this and I'm so confident when I speak and, and it translates like I'm clear on shit. Mm. But I, I don't, this shit is new to me. <laughs> I am just, my problem is in my current situation and my current flaw is that I want to get everybody here. I want everybody here. If you're around me, I want you here with me. Mm. I want you as grown, quote unquote, because I'm still growing, as grown as I am. And it's not by age, but in standard of spirit. I want them as grown as I am in spirit because I want us to keep conquering shit that we need to get done. And I feel like if you're still over there, we can't get it done. And I want you to come out because I need you. I need you on this side. I need you because I know your strengths and your purpose and your fucking potential. And I want you here with me. And that's why I want my friends to get it. I want them to get it because it's not, it's not your, your circumstance currently is not your final destination. So why the fuck are you sitting in it like it is? And I'm not talking to Brian or my sister at this moment or anybody. I'm talking to my old self because I know what it took for me to get here. And it was a lot of crying, Mm -hmm. a lot of being fucking real as hell with myself. Real. To the point, like, I was hurting my feelings. But, <laughs> and I don't get hurt like that to me, what it felt like to me. And fighting demons that I didn't even want to acknowledge that I had. Oh, that's another thing. Child. So many things. It wasn't easy. It was hard. But I knew that I want to see myself at a better place. And if that's the sacrifices that I'm going to have to make, then fuck it, sign me up because I'm in it. Mm-hmm. I'm in it. I told my grandmother the other day, I was talking to her, and I was like, you know, seeing that you're like this, it gives me hope that it's it's, it's in my blood, and I just got to tap into it, because the way she is about situations, it's even... I don't even know if it's all the way true because, you know, you're not that person. So you can't feel what they're feeling. But the way a person can say things and make you believe it, like if you have faith and you honestly believe that, you know, there's something after all of this and you believe, you know, that they're in a better place and all that type of stuff, there's literally nothing to be upset about. Like, and Nipsey Hussle's mom did And that. she said the same thing in that situation. And so I thought that that was funny that me and my grandmother was having that conversation because she was saying the same thing, basically. Like, she was like, I put in that time. Like, I know or believe that there is something better than this. And I prepared myself for this and all that type of stuff. So it's like, you know. Mm, faith is beautiful. I was like, you can, I can say all of those things, but if I don't necessarily believe. believe it all the way, then it don't sit well with me. Like, you can say that and it sits well with you, or at least it sounds that as if it sits well with you, but it doesn't 
sit well with me. And like I said, if anything was to happen to her or anything on that level, I'm not going to have that same reaction. And I know it. I'm not. And I give that. And that is my honesty. That is my truth. And I don't see anything else until I guess something else comes to get like push me into that. But as of right now, that's just what it is. And, you know, that is as far as I can see. Yes. And, um, of course, you won't know until you're in that situation what you will do and what you will have to do and all that type of stuff. But I just, I want to be in that place where what I said is what I meant and that's what it is. That's why I know I ain't no divine feminine because <laughs> Nipsey Hussle's mom is. I mean, whatever, she, but she looks like it because, she or, or your grandma, it. you know, like you are able to literally bury your son who was impactful to every a lot of people and was able to do all of that and i know he made a difference in your life and you're still able to be like you know i'm at I'm a peace with it like that's that's a whole nother level of understanding that i i do i i aspire to get to because that's a whole different kind of level for real like that's some dope stuff to be able to just be like you know what i can't like i won't question it mm-hmm. i won't argue it it's the divine purpose and the divine plan and I just have to play my part and keep on going. That's some dope stuff. That's some real next level <laughs> stuff. Anybody who is out there listening or know somebody or anything like that, if there is any way to help a person who lives in a place of nothing but negativity, who wants to be positive or and things like that and live a better life, help put that like email it message it something put that out there to like help people because like I was saying with you uh with my situation but you know that's with me before we even step outside and with anything else it's like they tell you something is wrong and you're literally in the hole well I don't know how to even change that what do I do mm-hmm. like what if your stress is something that literally cannot be changed like or it can be changed but that you don't see that as an option like so what do you do in them situations where you feel like there's just no option and you have to just wait it out but then at the same time time is moving big time and and it's waiting on you to move with it like, if you sit in it, sit in it is good because of the fact of reflection. But after you reflect, you just can't go back. No, like, sitting in it is legit dealing with it. Yeah. Don't stay in it. Exactly. Like, nobody's asking you to stay in it. Sit in it, deal with it. And, and get up. Get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, that's, no. No, no, no. <laughs> that's literally just to say, take the time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't it's get lost It's a lot of people that it. want to just soak in it. And that's what causes depression. And those are the people I think that, you know, yeah, it does cause depression and things like that. And they probably don't and know that that's what it, it leads to. And overthink it and run the scenario to. back. But there back. are people who like living in that. There's people who like Being to victims. be upset. There's, yeah. And it's like, not cute. It's not. Be a victor, not a victim. Be a victor. All right. Victory lap, baby. <laughs> that is the theme, honey. That is the theme. We ain't got time for all of that. In order to get to your next, it's going to have to be sending you now. 
and living in your now and getting past that. But yeah, for the people that are not there yet or they don't necessarily want to identify with that, like if you don't want to, just don't be upset with the world and don't spread your shit to the world. Mm -hmm. Don't spread that negative energy anywhere. If you're not willing to deal with the shit, then don't deal with it. You just deal with it, you know, don't deal with it in our face. Don't act like you're not dealing with it in our face. Don't do none of that. And don't come around me being my friend and not expecting for me to call you out mm-hmm. on your shit. Like, if you're not if you're not doing what you're supposed to do for yourself, then I'm going to automatically be like, you can't handle nothing else. You can't handle nothing else. If you can't handle yourself, you can't handle nothing else. So, like, I'm not going to put no energy towards nothing, nothing else. Because if you don't want to handle yourself, who the hell am I? Because <laughs> you damn sure ain't going to try to handle nothing I got going on. Because you don't want to figure yourself out. And I just, I am a practice what I preach kind of person. And I used to not be, trust and believe, I'm still trying to work out. Mm-hmm. Which is something I've been preaching for for years. But I just want to be able to be happy at all costs. And it ain't no materialistic stuff. Like, love is free, trust is free, communication is free, like, off social media, like, I just want to be able to have a one-on-one conversation with people that doesn't turn into a fucking, like, oh, you trying to tell me about myself? No, I'm not trying to tell you about my yourself. I'm trying to, like, help you. Because we love to have people around us that ain't going to keep it real with us. Because we we think like, oh, you you really trying to come for me? Are you checking for me or whatever, whatever? No, I'm not checking you. I'm just trying to make sure that you are. And this is the type of stuff where I'll be like, I'm trying to make sure you're good. Mm-hmm. You're good to, to move forward. You're good to do whatever fulfills you. Because if I'm friends with you, 100%, this is a fact, you have potential to be a fucking beast out here. Get the fuck out of here. Because I'm not friends with people that are not <laughs> about that shit. That makes me blush. Yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Everybody. I am 20. You hear how I talk on here? I ain't friends with people for no reason. Yeah. I ain't friends with people for no gosh darn reason. I ain't just out here being, we done said no new friends on here how many times? Yeah. Like, unless you nurturing me and helping me, I don't want you a friendship. Yeah. And I want my friends to be on that same shit. Yeah, I just, I really like, you know, it's certain people out there who really need to see. It's, I don't know, like, I like to think that she like Diddy in a sense. Like, because, you know, with him, it really seemed like it's either you do or you don't. And it's kind (laughs) of like scary. Like, and you think about making a band where it's like, nigga, it's, you could do the slightest wrong thing and you could feel like you about to get cut from this whole situation. <laughs> like, me, on the other I just like to see progression. I like yes. to see that you're working towards something. I want to see something. Like, I don't want to see you doing nothing. I done seen too many people telling me they doing something. And they started, but they don't finish. Yeah, and I'm done with that. And I said that same shit because, uh, yeah, because we all know people who continuously talk. And they just talk. I'm talking about, I don't, if you are even, if you read a paragraph out the book and you done with it, I applaud you. You feel me? If you are drinking one smoothie a day, I applaud you. If you are praying once a day, if you are meditating once a fucking month, I applaud you. I don't judge how you progress. I just want you to progress and be about the shit that you're saying. I want to see movement though. That's it. I want to see gradual movement. 
you shouldn't just be drinking one shake for three months now. Like, <laughs> you gonna exactly commit to it? A oh, you more, ain't gonna right? see me if you talk about it. I'm a, I'm a shake, okay? I'm gonna Look. make some shake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know this whole this is I liked this conversation in a sense. I didn't like where it was going at first. <laughs> But, you know, once I realized, you know, I don't know shit about this. Like, you know, I'm not there. I'm not. So it's like I can tell you the things that I do that help me, you know, but it didn't cure me. It's um, it's not a thing that I'm doing consistently. Um, so it's something that I'm gradually working towards, something that... but. I don't know, like, I think in certain situations, I think when it all dies down, I can be able to... Reflect. Yeah, deal and process it and figure out what I'm going to do. But the way things are set up, I guess for me right now, it act, it's like a back-to-back thing. So I don't really have time to process anything because the next thing has now popped up. And I have to process that and not only process that, but help. Everybody else process it. But it's not your job, though. It's See, and that's where it gets tricky. Because, you know... You gotta choose yourself. And, our, and it sounds selfish. Yeah. It hurts. Because it's easy to say that for your friends or, you know, co-workers or something but like that. Family? But if it's, like, legit family yeah. and it's immediate or something like that, this it's not like a cousin or something like that. Like, it's hard to turn that off. It's it's not. I mean, my family, my family orders have always been been astray. So it's it's never been like my family is my me and my family. We we not as tight as majority of families. So right. I can't personally identify. Well, I, I mean, I know what I went through when I was going through something similar, and I know that I was breaking down and I was hurting. And like you said on here before, anyways, you can't judge or rush anybody's morning process because it never ends so you you just can't do that but i just am more so concerned with how long and how much time you are dedicating to others when you yourself have a bunch of shit that you have to take care of internally and it's not about that because right now you might just be simply being there for your family but then you might get wrapped up in it and then you forget about yourself and then you roll into that snowball and it's like just for you remember that yourself is important too right so it's not all intentions are always good always positive vibes always positive energy never trying to tell you who, how to how to live your life because mm. it's definitely not i hate that shit right. when somebody tells me how to live but i definitely want people to understand that your so your current circumstances that are not the best are not permanent and they and they start with you taking yourself out of there mentally so that your physical self can be there too mm-hmm. um but also i wanted to talk a bit out real slightly not not even just in closing um damn i done i done lost the shits <laughs> but just you know spiritually listening to your spirit just being aware of your spirit and if you like you you have to let yourself be in tune with yourself because that shit is life changing. And that meditation shit, like I I know I was like 
I've been trying to do it, mm. but this is like my first successful week actually doing it like morning and night where I'm like actually breathing it, like really dead ass meditating. Right. And I really am noticing how different it's making me. And I know it's simple as breathing. And I was like, what the hell? But like, I, it, <laughs> it really helps. It goes back to how the things that you need in this life are simply free and simply really simple. Like breathing techniques make your breathing shit. is not so much easy for me in the springtime, but. Okay. <laughs> the pollen is real. The pollen is real, real. Mm. But stuff like that, like water, love, breathing. Y'all, this shit is free. You don't even gotta have money for all this. You don't even gotta have money to be rich, like for real, right. and let that sizzle in your spirit. Rich in love, like Sierra said. Rich in life, rich in abundance, She's rich, rich in, in both health. Ways. Sierra is rich, rich, but y'all silly hoes, please don't confuse that with the prayer shit, because I really don't want y'all to confuse that shit. Get it together. Because I'm pretty sure she, it wasn't just a prayer. Like, you don't pray for somebody and then that excuses all of your issues. Right. Like, you can't think that God is going to give you something polished when you're a mess. Okay. So you have First to make all, sure you put it in the it's never going to be polished. God ain't never going to give you nothing polished. I want to be sparkly. Chale. It's going to be underneath. I'm going to be like chiseled. It's going to be. Like, You're going to see it. You're going to see it glisten. Yeah. But it's going to be a, a motherfucker. It's going to be a treacherous <laughs> <laughs> fucking journey trying to get that bitch to, sign, to shine. Oh my god. Oh the lord have mercy lord. Oh it's such a struggle. Shit. It's such a struggle to deal with somebody on an intimate level. Yeah. But. Especially when you have no intimacy. Ooh. <laughs> Throw them away. That is just something to sit with. Yes. Sit with that. Yes. Take that. Make is yourself. You? Yes. Make yourself the number one intimate person that you are. With. Are you not intimate enough? Are you not emotional enough? Are you not in tune with your issues? Are you having a problem with hearing what a person is saying to you? That like you don't have to respond Ooh. to everything. Like, you know, it's okay to take something in and sit with it. You don't have to immediately respond. It's okay for you to hear a person say it and you take that time to think about what the fuck they said before you respond. That's lit. That's another thing I used to be. I used to be that. Well, I'm still probably that. But that was a big thing for me. Not being defensive was huge. Yeah. That was a big thing for me. Because can't nobody tell me nothing. And yeah. like you know, so that's a thing. I would not be attacked, okay? Yeah. But it seems like a person. And I'm attacked. still like that. Like it depends on who it's coming from. Like you can't a random stranger can't come to me and see a legit problem in me and tell me that I'm not going to hear it. I, and I'm okay with saying that right now. I'm not in the mental space to hear that from somebody. I don't. I don't know. Like way. you know. I want to hear it from somebody that I'm comfortable with or whatever that way. That And it's literally only for in turn, if I did feel like having that conversation, I'd feel comfortable. Like, if it's a person that I don't know that's coming to me and trying to talk to me, I'm not going to feel open to reciprocate that. So if anything, I'm going to shut that whole shit down mm-hmm. because what are we doing? What am I going to do with this information that you're giving me? Because I'm not going to return that. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you t- just told me about myself, but because I'm not comfortable with telling you why I'm like that or anything, telling you something that explains why mm-hmm. I'm like that, it's, it's not a thing. I'm not going to do it. So I just, once again, mind your fucking business. Yes. <laughs> like, in, in, in summation, mind your business and mind yourself, okay? Make sure yourself is good. Make sure yourself is right. Make sure that you expect as much as you expect from everybody else from yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you niggas be having a lot of expectations for everybody else, but they don't expect shit from themselves. Faith without works is dead. Okay, faith without works is all the way dead. Affirmations without fucking action is dead as a bitch. I'm really going to do the meditation in the morning. I, I feel like, because I mean, like I said, I already do the things like with the tones and stuff like that. I like mm-hmm. the, um, the vibrations and things, you mm-hmm. know. So I like to listen to that type of stuff, but... I wanna. I do think, like I said, hearing it is a thing. I want to constantly oh, yes. hear it. I want to Breathe put that out. in me. Like yes, it's so, so good. Like you can feel your body literally calming itself. Yeah, and we need that mental reset, that body reset, because we are always on go. Right. And if we just don't never take a moment to check on, see, while you checking on your friends and how they doing, how about you ask your body how it's doing? How about you ask your brain how they doing? Because me and that nigga don't know what the fuck is going on with each other. Like, we are, we really need to sit down and reconnect because (laughs) I didn't know. And that's all I can continuously say. I didn't know. What? Didn't know what? I didn't know about my body. I didn't know (laughs) that it was disconnected from my mind so much. Like, I really have to reconnect and really get in tune with myself because there's no way I should be saying one thing and my body is reacting a completely different way. Like I should know myself to where if I'm saying that this is not bothering me, I know this is not bothering me. Mm. I shouldn't say or be able to rationalize why this shouldn't bother me. But meanwhile, my body is telling me something completely different. And that's the part that I don't like. Like I can legit tell myself the legit truth and be like this is what it is and this is what it is but you still feel that pressure you still feel like something ain't right like mm. or I don't know what that is I need like I don't know like I need a cleansing Ooh. I need some, some clarity yes and actually that's why I was reading it I Sagittarius um we are in retrograde right now uh, Jupiter was the ruler of our sign this year. Like, well, it's, you know, it has their suns and moons and planets and all that. But Jupiter, like, was the luck that we needed all year. And I felt it, like, for some portions of it. But now we are getting a moment to reflect on all that has happened so far and learn from what we have happened so far. So, like, I'm happy as, as F about it because I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I get to... In the beginning, I was like, damn, I, I'm not going to be on the same street that I was on. Like, the same luck, good, kind mm. of, even though my ear has been fucked. But, I've like, I haven't been on that same energy, like, tense the breakdown at, when on Friday when I'm crying for no reason. But it's more no so, oh, well, after reflecting, it is. And it's, it's more so about being able to sit, sit in it. It's, it's so unnecessary to just be able to see where you've come from, 
what you should be applauding yourself for, what you should be proud of, and what you should really be working on. And it's necessary to look at all of that and be like, how do I go to the next? So, so lit. So lit. Well. <laughs> Power to the melanin, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's a shirt. <laughs> Coming all the way soon. I am so glad. <laughs> He's so sorry. He's like, well, the zipper done rolled out. Yeah. Hello. That's a... <laughs> you know, it's been amazing speaking with you people. <laughs> you know, I love this whole situation. And yeah, the like... I don't know. Do we have anything else? Are we point black bitching it? <laughs> point black like queens it. and kings. Okay. <laughs> point black period uh, to my kings and queens. And point black period pod is how you can find us on IG. Point black pod is how you can find us on Twitter. Point black period podcast is how you can find us mm, on Gmail. So mm. point black period podcast at gmail.com. And uh, Brian, you can find. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at lucky underscore watcher. You can find me on Instagram at Brian the Podcaster. Okay. I might change that to the okay. for Megan, but ah. um, but yeah, like no, check us out. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for being there. Uh, hopefully, you got something from this. Thank you for listening to yell. Yeah, <laughs> this is Edna's episode, y'all. Like, she really has some things to get off her chest. I had to get that off. Yes, it does. It, do you feel better? Oh, I feel great. <laughs> I feel damn good. That is all that matters. Resurrection Sunday. Yes. Resurrect yourself, okay? That's what I want y'all to you do. You know what? And I really think that we really should have more conversations like this um, on a black, you know, platform. And stuff like that. That that would really be amazing to continuously bring it back, especially if we could work it, you know, a certain like type of way. Because yeah, I really do think I like this conversation. I really think you know uh, we could really do a lot with the opposing mindsets of this whole thing. Like like I said, a person who is going through it and possibly on the other side, and a person who is in it. And don't know what direction to mm. go into. And I feel like, you know, we have to actually sit in where we are. And I think it was oh, it's okay to not have the answer to everything. I think it's okay to admit that you don't have the answer to everything. And, you know. To receive things. Yeah, so it's okay to receive it sometimes. As we I think, And we, we haven't even started to uh, do the mental health thing. We haven't even gone, gone to that. So, like, there's still a whole bunch of other aspects to this. So, it's definitely lit. I am happy that if you made it all the way through this, I hope you did. Because Point Black Period is on a whole new wave change. We have a lot more um, to talk about than just entertainment and music and stuff. Our conversations are actually lit. They're changing. The show is changing right before y'all. Yes, yes. We are moving. We're moving in the right direction because now y'all can hear us. You can hear how we think. Feel us how we feel. You feel? Hear our frustrations. Yes. But this has been episode 53? 50. Oh, is it two or three? Shit. I feel like, hold on. We got to go at this. This is 52. This is 52. <coughs> I think it's 52. Episode 52, baby. <laughs> Self-health. I don't even know what it's going to be called. I don't know how we're going to come in it. 
But I know it's gonna be damn good. Yes, three, two. So yeah, thank y'all. We out this bitch. Point black bitch. <laughs>